I almost started this episode with on guard, ready, fence. I swear to God, instead of hello and welcome back. <laughs> it's been a long day, dog. It's been a long day. <laughs> All right, let's do this. XP waste where I used to regularly stay up until four o'clock in the morning playing this game and now I, I want to be in bed by 10. I want to play RuneScape until 10 but I still want to be in bed by 10. Hi I'm Oxy and I'm Michael. If this is your first time tuning into XP waste welcome. We are a RuneScape centered podcast old school RuneScape to be exact. I mean we might talk about RuneScape but that's very rare. So if you're here for that, uh, I mean, you may, I don't know, stick around. Anyway, we're, we're talking about RuneScape 3? Yeah, or? like the RuneScape, like Daddy I, RuneScape. I like dissociated there for a second. <laughs> and like, I just heard you say, we'll talk about RuneScape like 1% of the time. I'm like, is someone going to tell him at the point of the show? <laughs> like, right. Been, what, what is this episode like 108? 106? 106, yeah. Oh, so we don't really keep track. Uh we're going to talk about RuneScape, we're going to talk about the news, things happening in the game, what we're doing in the game, what we're not doing in the game. Uh, if you're not new around here, welcome back. It's two weeks in a row now that we've done, a, done an episode and we're, we, uh, we beat our previous PB, I think. We're, we have a new, we're starting a new PB, our new streak. You know when like, okay, you get like a Slayer task streak, we started a new task streak, we haven't earned, we haven't earned any points yet. Because we took two, three weeks off. I, anyway. Do you, do you use Snapchat? Yeah. All? You Snapchat am... me. The only reason I have it on my phone is for the random, like, once every two months times that you will send me a Snapchat. And I don't want to leave you on red. This is coming from the man who regularly sends me not one, but, like, seven Snapchat pictures with random filters. <laughs> like, he's a 60-year-old woman. But sometimes, <laughs> almost guaranteed, one of those filters is his kid with the filter on it. Yes. So it'll be like yeah. Batman Michael, Michael with a really wide chin, old man Michael, old man Michael's kid, Michael with really big eyes. No context. It's not a reply to anything. It's just a big ass, a big ass thing. Yeah. <coughs> um, do you know why I but, do that? Why? Because like the only the only thing I like about Snapchat is looking at all of the new filters that people make. So when I open the app, I'm instantly shown my face, and then I just swipe through all the filters and I take a picture. If it makes me laugh, I send it to you. Sometimes I save them because they were that good. Good, good lord, that's fantastic. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say I'm more attached to my Slayer streak than any Snap streak I think I've ever had, ever. <laughs> yeah. I will never give up my Slayer streak. I'm at, what is it, like 780 tasks or something in a row? But I'm already I 99. I have that many. Yeah, I think I'm like, I think I'm like, what am I, 600 or something? I gotta go check my Slayer helmet now. Oh, what a day. How are you? How you been? Man, I'm tired as hell. I have literally just not locked into RuneScape. Like, it's been bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
My task streak is 732, apparently. Okay. Um, no, but this past weekend was Mother's Day, which is why we were recording at uh, 10 o'clock on a Monday night. Um, so I went home for the weekend, didn't bring my laptop, didn't play at all. Then, like, the week leading up to Mother's Day, I think I sent one Chambers kind of against my will. And wouldn't you know it, after not really playing RuneScape for, like... Probably two or three weeks. Chambers is Eric. Still sucks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's fun. Nope. Still sucks. <laughs> um, so. <coughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't know. But, like, I feel like I haven't been playing any games this week. Not I've been Jedi Survivor. I played a little bit, but, like, an hour or two a night. Like, I've just been crazy busy with IRL stuff like between working and then practice three days a week really cuts into the, the free time that I have, which is fine because I enjoy fencing as a, as a free time activity. Mm-hmm. But like tonight, for example, we're recording so late because I practice like, I think in, in 45 minutes, an hour away from where I live. So if practice is from six to eight, but I left at eight fifteen. but like, practices from 6 to 8 15 it's actually from like 5 to 9 20 i think is when yeah. i got home yeah um which is crazy that you're on the road as long as you're there uh i'm i'm there for a little bit longer just a little bit longer but it's it's been really good as a whole like it's been worth the drive for both the the physical activity like i'm, I'm active again i'm playing a sport that i love and importantly, I have like friends in real life, mm-hmm. which again is also a weird balance because like half of the fencers are like a lot older than me, like 40s, 50s, and the other half, teenagers. There's no and in between. I like, there's th- nobody here. I think age? I may have said it. I think I may have said it last week. I don't know if it was on the show or not, but great philosophers from our generation once said, and this was not a line I understood at the time, but I do now. Teenagers scare the living shit out of me. And I gotta tell you, after working with the little bastards eight hours a day <laughs> to go fencing against the same, not the same, thankfully, but like Close to different it. little bastards <laughs> for several hours, it's something. I love them. They're great. They're all great kids. Yeah. <clears throat> even my Even my ones at work, they're all truly great kids, but... It's like, yeah, no, there's not a whole lot of people my age <laughs> at fencing, unfortunately. So, you know, but it's fun. I come home here, and if I don't have anything to do, I play games, and then I, you know, or I go right to bed. Like, I got home last night from being home for the weekend for Mother's Day, and I think I just went right to bed. I'm like, good heavens, it's 1030. I have to go to work tomorrow morning. Good heavens. You know? Did you say that, actually? I, I maybe I did in like a in like a Mrs. Doubtfire voice too, like oh good heavens, would you look at the time? I've got to be going to bed. So you know that's that's how I've been. I mean, I, I think I'm still feeling the burn a little bit, but I've been more. It's coming back. I'm not truly. I'm not done with RuneScape. So. This is what I, I did actually want to explain this because I felt like last week I was just like, oh, RuneScape bad. Uh-huh. One of my, like my, my number one goal 
for the year. I can pull it up on my goal sheet so I can word it for you exactly. Was to have a healthy relationship with RuneScape. And the, the bottom goal, the two sub goals are enjoy playing the game and enjoy not playing the game. Mm. So if you've been around for a while, you kind of understand that like last year, there was a lot of time where I really wasn't having fun playing this game. Right. And then towards the beginning of the year, when we were really pushing the envelope for what I was capable of in raids day after day after day and just never getting anything worth like using like you can only see so many ffa rings and arcanes before you just stop wanting to do content you know um so like between all that there's just a period of time where i was like ah just don't want to do this you know because i really wasn't having fun playing um and i like obviously it's like ebbed and flowed because like kind of like runescape does but these last few weeks i've been enjoying not playing and it's been good because i had i had a dream that i got an eight-man shadow split you know so like it's there it's coming i'm not i don't think i'm ever going to be done with runescape Mm -hmm. but you know um i just think that at the moment i'm i'm enjoying my goal of not playing the game and it's going pretty well i mean Otherwise, I've got other goals that are also going pretty well as well, you know. Clog slots are moving along. Clue scrolls are moving along. 500k raids, 500k, Jesus Christ, 500kc raids, raids, KC. That's coming along okay. Uh, I think I've definitely made the most progress in Tob. I'm only talking about my goals because, like, I haven't done anything this week. Like I don't I genuinely don't think I have done anything of note other than one singular chambers that made me want to quit RuneScape again. <laughs> um I like the people I'm with, but I don't know, man. <clears throat> um But yeah, I don't know. My the goals are goals are coming along. Um I've been the only member of the of our GIM team who's just been like idly watching everyone do shit mm-hmm. <laughs> the last couple weeks like i think there was a period of time where you just kept asking me for stuff and i got really fed up so i stuck everything i owned in the chest because mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not playing this account i don't really care and then i think tmd asked me the other day he's like where's the dragon axe i'm like i stuck it in there like two months ago he's like it's definitely not in there so he made me log into the account and I'm like, there's the placeholder, bitch. Ask Michael. He probably has it. So I think I just like put more stuff in there too. So like <laughs> you you said earlier, what what'd you what'd you say to me earlier? Uh so I was talking about how I've been playing my group Iron Man, which I'll get into in a second. But uh basically we're just saying like you're burnt on your main, so what better thing to do is to play the group Iron Man because we're all playing it again. And I want you to say that sentence again, but slower. You're burnt You're on your main. You're not having fun on your main, so why not play your Iron Man? Yeah, your group Iron Man, the one that you play with your friends. Who also folks at home? Need folks you. at home, I don't think he's picking up what I'm putting down. I'm not. I'm choosing. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I choose to remain blissfully ignorant. <laughs> 
for my own sanity. Because remember, remember your New Year's resolution was to stop bitching about being an Iron Man. Remember? No, that was not my New Year's resolution. That's what that I had for not you. One of my goals. If you look on our TikTok, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked on my goal sheet, and mine says twenty-two fifty total level, which is basically just max your account from close to it. So, like base ninety twos or something. Ninety five. Yeah, wild, but. So what was your rebuttal? You you said you were saving it for the podcast. I I just want that to be on the show because like the the listeners know that that's ridiculous. In no universe, you know it's ridiculous too. In no universe, am I going to be like, man? I really hate playing my spoiled main account. So let me go over to Walkman mode with no supplies, and that'll be so much more fun. That's one way to look at it, but you could also look at it as like account progression, playing with me and Scape and TMD, getting ready for like TOA when we're all there. Because like, there's gonna come a point where Scape's burnt on his main. I'm slightly burnt on my main. TMD has never stopped playing the group Iron Man, <laughs> and we're us four, us three. I can count us three are gonna be ready for like doing raids and you're going to log in with like base 60s melee stats like like fighter torso climbing boots bold of you to assume i have a fighter torso <laughs> on that account you're still gonna have an ivan staff like we're gonna be we're gonna be raids ready and you're gonna be like man man give me two I weeks i will not be able to do raids in my dog shit gear Guess we'll have to drag I know the it. mechanics of raids. Uh, no, baby girl, it's going to be the other way around. I can do the invocations. I can, I can do the raid. You're gonna... I'm not going to get a whole lot of damage, but I can do the raid. <laughs> I, just want, I just want you to be happy. And if not playing the group fire makes you happy, sure. But I think it would be fun if you did log in and, and, and played with us, is all I'm trying to say. And, I, and I'm sure it would be. I don't even know what I could potentially contribute at this point. Whatever you I don't want. Know. Like, do whatever you but, want. But but that is the issue. Do some like, quests. The last goal that I had on the GIM was to get 70 prayer. Uh-huh. And that made me want to suck starter shotgun. Like, I genuinely well, can't. That was, don't get that 70 was, prayer. <laughs> but... But that that goes that's a slap in the face to my my things about account progression. You know, you gotta progress the account, make it better. Sixty is still, it's still a good number. I've been at sixty prayer for a while, and I probably will be a very high Slayer level before I get seventy prayer. Because I've I've just been great. I, I guess if <laughs> if you're done with what you're up to, I can go into what I've been up to. Please do, okay? Because I I've been I've been doing nothing right. all week. So I thought we had already started what you were doing. Oh. I got to level with you. <laughs> I have not logged into my main account for like over a month, a month and a half, probably. I'd have to look. I mean, I've logged in, but I haven't really done anything, and I've been pretty much focusing all my time and effort into my group Iron Man, and the gains are coming along. I'm at sixty seven Slayer. I'll pr- I, I don't know. I will likely hit sixty-eight if I keep doing Slayer while we're recording. It's all dependent on the supplies. Um, I might have to stop and 
make some prayer potions. But uh, yeah, it's I, I'm pushing slowly for all of the requirements to do Song of the Elves. That's that's the overarching goal. So that that means a bunch of seventies, seventies, and a bunch of levels. And the main one that I'm working on now is Herblore. And a great way to get herbs is just to Slayer. And Slayer also progresses the account because, number one, it's money, it's supplies, but it's also big ticket items. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that I'm hoping to unlock, looking forward to unlocking. With boosts, I could get some pretty cool stuff like Dragon Boots, uh, Whips, Tridents, all that kind of stuff. Not now, obviously not, not anytime soon because I'm only 67 Slayer, but it's been like the, I, I think I mentioned it in a VC or in, in the CC, I can't remember, but somebody asked me, they're like, hey, I, I noticed you haven't really been playing on the main account. I'm like, yeah, numbers don't go up anymore. It's really, it's really been tough. <laughs> Once you max, uh, I, was, I was very, very gung-ho with my, with my goals. And uh, I don't know, they just don't excite me. They haven't excited me. I won't say they don't, because I am, I am still excited about that account. It's my main. I'll never give it up. But seeing the account progression that I'm able to do and reliving the early mid game has kind of been fun. I, <laughs> classic example of where, how my brain is wired. Uh, having a max main who's done everything in the game. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go uh, while I'm on my lunch. I'm gonna go cannon some, uh, some cave horrors and try and get another black mask. Because one of my, one of our group mates, Escape Caution, he has started doing Slayer and he wanted a black mask. So I gave him mine. I'm like, Escape, I, I have the Slayer level. It's fine. I'll just go kill cave horrors. I Google how to get to mostly harmless because I'm like, I don't know how to get to most, I don't know how to do this on a, on a on a an Iron Man or a low level account, it's like you have to do cabin fever. I'm like, oh, easy cabin fever. No, you have to do rum deal, and to be able to do rum deal, you have to do Zogar flesh eaters. It's three quests that I haven't done. You didn't do any of those? Not yet. How many I haven't... quest points do you have in that account, dog? Uh, one ninety one out of two hundred ninety. Wow. Oh. I've done 98 of the 156 quests. I just haven't done any of those. So that's where my, like my brain is just wired to. I can do anything in this game. I don't need to do anything. But there's a lot of things I still need to do. And that's, that to me has been fun. Um, yes, it is frustrating. It's obviously frustrating to, to not be able to go and kill cave horrors on my, on my lunch and like suffer through Slayer with a, uh, like a Nezzy. But um it when i'm when i'm thinking about my free time now uh like i know i had to record tonight so i'm like obviously i'm not going to be able to do those quests tonight but tomorrow night i can hop on the pc for a couple of hours and i can knock up those quests and then uh, tmd already got me a black mask so i didn't have to go get one but that was the plan i was like tuesday night I'm going to do all of those quests and I'm going to go and get me a black mask Tuesday night. It's just like reliving those experiences 
because I have not been in the early mid game since like 2017. So it's been a long time. And, and it's fun. It's fun. And especially with not having to do it alone, but kind of still doing it alone. I know that I probably wouldn't be doing all this on a normal Iron Man. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy that they made group Iron Man. Even if, and I don't say this to slight you at all. There are, I mean, we we're we're not a full five. I don't think Scape's cousin is coming back anytime soon. I don't think she's ever coming back. She could, you know. We've you never been, really we've been quit. A four stack since like week two of group Iron Man. <laughs> you never really quit. You just go AFK, and so she's she. Uh, life has happened for her, and I understand that. Um, but she always seems to come back eventually. You know, she always comes back for leagues. So that may, you know, she, it, there may be a time we, where we are a full five, but uh, I've just been enjoying having the, the group as uh, like in general. Like, you know. But that's been me in real life. Moving still sucks. <laughs> uh, suddenly, I mean, like there's more things in my office for some reason now than there was last week. You guys can't really see it because I've got them all strategically placed off camera. But they're like the house that we moved out of, it still has carloads worth of stuff. Unfortunately, the truck that we had um, rented with the movers, uh, it didn't fit everything. And we didn't have any, we didn't have everything boxed up in time for them to even move it if we wanted them to. So the wife and I have just like, when we get a free night, uh, we'll make, Carloads. We'll make trips and grab carloads. And I think the plan right now is tomorrow night to go uh before we have to come back and put my son to bed. We'll go out there, we'll get everything into the garage so that we can hire cleaners to just detail the house. And then we'll be pretty much done. Because at that point, you just get everything out of the out of the garage. Cleaners are there. We can stop thinking about it. Because moving sucks. <laughs> and then there's the, the, the arduous task of continuing to unbox and unpack everything that's here. <sighs> I'm so glad this will be, that we'll be here for a while. Because I guarantee you, like, a couple months from now, there will still be boxes. That's just how sucky I'm moving sure. is. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure there will be. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but that's, that's been me been me work has been busy but uh we're we're supposed to be out of our busy season soon which is nice and uh i'm happy for that because i'll be able to take some more pto but it's been good it's been good it's been another it's been another issue with runescape back a few months ago i only had like two or three kids in my facility Mm -hmm. and like even if you meet with the kids twice a week you see all three of them on monday morning all day Monday, or all afternoon Monday, all day Tuesday. You could wait till Wednesday morning, or you could wait till Thursday morning. I'm just at work, dick in hand, and nothing to do. Mm-hmm. But now I have like eight kids in my facility. Oh, wow. And it's summertime, so we're like going out and doing more community service. And oftentimes I go with them, because mm-hmm. like... If my kids aren't there to do therapy, what is the point of me being there? 
Right. So I've you just might as said, well. It. And I'm I'm going with them. <laughs> yeah. So even working in the garden the last couple of days, and that's like oh. you know, two hours cut out of my afternoon. So like even even Taco Ninja says teach them how to do raids. I prefer to teach them how to do either rooftop agility or motherload mine. Because uh, I'm still on that base 90s grind when I am logged in. God. Maxing this account is going to suck ass. Mining is going to be just the worst. Get you I in mudload, I... or we'll get you in volcanic mine. It'll be uh, fun. That's why I've been, dude, I, I have been years in the making for getting 99 mining. <laughs> Literal years in the making of being like, Remember that time I hoped to get 99 mining at Volcanic Mine? Yeah. Calling in the favors. Yep. Now's the time to come through. (laughs) Uh, So I've been, I've been setting things up, moving in silence like lasagna or whatever the saying is, Um, you know, and we're, (laughs) we're, uh, (laughs) now he says start a gold farm. That's not okay with, for so many reasons. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm here at MLM. And I, I just had not like not even had a lot of free time to play. At so even if I was work. like, yeah, like oh, I really want to like AFK motherload mine, or like oh, I'm gonna hop on the groupie and like do agility. It's gonna be awesome. That eh, with what time? Yeah, because like ebbs and flows. These, these damn kids, dude. They, yeah, they they got issues. Every time they talk to me, I think, man, you really should talk to someone about that. And then I realize, damn it, that's you. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm the one you should talk to about that. So, oh no. So you mentioned earlier that you have the max brain. I do. And number doesn't go up anymore. It really doesn't. Well, honey, you've got a big storm coming. Now, number about to go up soon-ish. You think so? How is number going to go up soon-ish? By soonish, I mean like two years, probably. Oh, <laughs> please, please ignore the cynicism. I'm very tired from fencing practice. How is number gonna go up? Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't, Michael just Michael just took a little ham motion because he said he said before the recording started. He said, "Take a shot every time Oxy mentions how tired he is." This this fucking guy has been sitting around all day working from home. And he says, hey, you want to start recording as soon as you get back from fencing? Do you want to go to work and then go to practice and then go back to work to record your show? That sounds fucking awesome. We, listen, it wasn't just me. We talked about this, and this was, this was the best outcome for us. Right. Your original suggestion was you can just skip on Monday, right? And I went, nope. Well, we almost we could have done it tomorrow or Wednesday night, but let us like the episode would have been out like Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I didn't want yeah, to do that to you. I don't want to put up with that. I gotta level with you. Yeah, so we're here. <laughs> anyway, you're tired. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm quite tired. Shots aside, I'm I'm quite tired. So ignore the cynicism. Michael, sailing is coming. Sailing is coming. Unless people have a piss and baby party when they vote on their refinements, sailing is coming. And we got our first piece of it today. I saw that. We actually got a pretty interesting little bit, which this is the one perk of recording on a Monday, is we actually have information from Jagex to kind of play with here. 
I'm excited. So, uh, well, today I wouldn't jump to conclusions. Actually, never mind. Today they. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Here's the Max Player boys. But today they released the, the like the baseline technical demo of navigation in sailing. So like how your boat is going to move on the water. They set up a small ship, large ship, and a colossal ship, and they went into some of the mechanics of like, you know, navigation and like the way the ship moves versus how a player moves, uh, ship collision, um, the size of the ocean, for example, uh, how complicated ships are going to be to use and operate, things like that. So they went into some pretty, pretty good detail, and they brought up some interesting points that I thought would make for some interesting little bits and baubles. So we'll link a video to the little tech demo they played. And if I didn't think it would get us like copyright struck, I would play it on a loop at the bottom of this. But I don't think we could pull that off or else I would just download the video and just silently play it on loop below. So who knows? Maybe I am able to do that. And you see the video below right now. <laughs> That's just going to play on loop for the next three hours. <laughs> but, you know, but they released all that info today. I think it's a pretty. I think it's a pretty like. You excited about what, it? What's the word I'm looking for? I mean. It, it's it's as exciting. <sighs> It's exciting because you know it works. Yeah. It's not like, holy shit, guys, we're getting a new raid. Exciting. But like, oh, hell yeah. We know it works. You know, like it's it's neat. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I don't think they meant it to be this like earth shattering announcement that made people go off their gourds. I think it's meant to get the conversation started. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this was a tech, uh, a tech demo, or they had a fancy where it, it was like, I don't know, tech something. Uh, it was a tech demo. Basically, what Oxy said, they they showed a player standing on a boat, and if you know, if we figure it out, and Oxy puts it on the screen, you guys are seeing it now. If you're watching the video, that is, there is a player standing on a boat. You can click around the boat, and then you can click the water, and your boat moves. And this was a proof of concept to say it's possible. What we're, you know, what they had envisioned for this is possible. We can navigate the ocean. And yeah, that, that was basically it. People were, I, I was reading, it was, I was watching the VOD of the Twitch stream, and there was a lot of people like kind of confused as to what was going on. Like people were like, wait, is this, is this sailing? Is this all we're going to do? And, a lot of people had to uh, correct them. The guy's like, no, this is literally just a proof of concept. Nothing is fleshed out. Like the art design, this isn't like art isn't finished. Gameplay mechanics is not finished. This is literally just, hey, it can be done. Get excited about it. I don't yeah. know if it got me excited. I don't know if you want to get into it or if there's anything else you want to talk about Expl- explanation wise. Um, the only caveat I'll add before we get going, which I'm sure we'll bring up multiple times, is that <clears throat> literally all they showed us 
They took in-game models that don't have any real substance to them, and they made them move on the water. They they added a new. What did Mod Nin describe it as? An agnostic chain of command or something? He used the term agnostic, which I thought was interesting. But pretty much it means whatever, like, what's the term? Whatever needs to be done, like whatever entity needs to be rendered, for example, the chain will render it. Whether mm. it's General Grador or a player or a goblin, it'll render it no problem. Right. Um, and they just had to build on these to make it so that, like, they called it, like, Boat World or something, where pretty much you can have a player on an object that is moving while also rendering the the stagnant world with things also moving. Mm -hmm. Because they want sailing to feel a part of old school. That is quite literally all they gave us yeah so it's not like they were like here's this art design and all this super cool stuff it quite literally was just you know here's how this works on a boat <laughs> <laughs> like the boat moves yeah was was the tldr so michael and i are gonna do some fun little speculating speculate we will I think, I don't know. For me, initial thoughts watching it, I was like, this is, this is boring. That's my initial thought. I can unpack it. And it's going to sound a bit pessimistic. I apologize. But for me, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, how is this a skill? You know? Um, I understand and I fully grasp that this was not meant to show how you're going to train it, you know, the actual mechanics of the skill. But to me, watching them like unpack basically just another way to move throughout the game, once you get to a certain point, you tend to avoid things that make you like uh, run or, or navigate the world on foot. And for me, why would, like, what is fun about navigating the sea when we teleport to any location? If there was a new island, we could add a teleport to get there. Or we could do like they have in Relica, where you hire somebody or you ferry a boat, and that boat takes you, and it's a, it's a quick flash, it's a quick cutscene, and you're there. Um, it didn't excite me, and I thought in in the in the way that I thought it would. Seeing the mechanics, what what did excite me though, is the potential that this could bring to the game, outside of sailing. Uh, you mentioned. I knew as soon as as soon as I heard Modin say it, I'm like, that's the first thing Michael's gonna bring up. You you mentioned the the, you know, player object moving through space, real time, all of that. This could bring about a lot of great things to the game. One of the things that they said in the, in the live stream was you could have a quest or you could have something where you as the player, you're riding on the back of a dragon and you're also fighting things that are in the air and you're controlling the dragon while also sim simultaneously um, 
battling things. So that just got my mind, like Dragon Slayer 3, what if you're freaking riding uh, a dragon in the air, aerial combat with other dragons? It's possible because they figured out how the engine can uh, accomplish that. It also could bring about mounts other than just in quests. We could see horses. Um, you see other things, but that also goes back to the whole, like, we're trying to avoid walking. So why would we want to make, you know, why would we want to force people to not force, but, um, in a game where most of the time you don't really want to walk, uh, and you don't want to navigate the world on foot, having a mount, I don't see the long-term benefits of it. Yes, there are skilling activities such as uh, Mahogany Homes, where a majority of the time you're running around. But would you really, like, would it be possible to teleport your horse to different cities and, and ride around on your horse just a lot faster? I don't know. But sailing aside, that aspect of it did get me excited because that's a whole new part of, it's a whole nother realm of this game. Um, capabilities that we've never seen. I just don't think you like sailing very much. I don't. I, I gotta be honest. I just don't think. I don't. Um, I much prefer shamanism in the, in the realm of like the, the, what it could bring to the game. I don't, even now, with all of the stuff that they've been talking about, everything that they've come out with, I don't see, I don't, I don't know. I, I, sailing just hasn't excited me yet. I, it, I haven't had that like aha moment with it. Maybe I will. I'm optimistic that I will. Um, whenever there's a, a beta potentially for it or there's a gameplay beta, uh, I'm, I, I, I really want to get my hands on it because it's something that I probably will do a lot <laughs> with uh, keeping my Maxscape and retaining retaining that if i wasn't maxed i it'd be different um all that to say like yeah it doesn't excite me taming probably taming wouldn't be as exciting i don't know shamanism of the three i think shamanism still is my number one even though it didn't pass barely didn't pass but uh if they were to also work on shamanism on the side and you know, they're not going to do it but in a in in a perfect world in my perfect world since sailing and shamanism were so close in my perfect world they would have done concepts for both they would have put in the same amount of work that they're putting in for sailing they would have put that into shamanism and gotten to a refinement stage and then just pulled both of them and, and, and like at a certain point, they would have said, okay, so you've seen a deeper look into both of these. Now, which one do you want? And then give the player base the option to decide because it, it was so very close. But I'm, I'm not at a point now to where I can, I can give any more than that because, again, it doesn't. I don't. I still don't see it. I'm inter- I'm really interested what you what you have to say though. Maybe you can change my perspective. I'm willing to have 
an open mind. I really am. I mean, personally, I feel like shamanism was just Iron Man mode, the skill. It sounds, it sounded like misery. All the components were untradeable. You had to collect them all the way to 99. Misery, mate. Absolute misery. Um, <clears throat> that was the biggest turnoff for me for shamanism myself. Uh, but I'm still, you know, you know me, I'm a taming stan. Um, but I mean, I don't know how I'm going to convince you or anyone who really doesn't like sailing, who feels it's still a meme from 2014, who feels it's not a skill, it's just a mini game, who feels like walking around isn't fun, why would sailing be fun? They didn't they didn't show us anything from the skill. They said here you're going to be able to fly on an airplane. And then they made a paper airplane and said it's going to look like this. Choo! And threw it across the room and it did a little spiral and hit the floor. It's nothing like what flying in an airplane is like. Mm-hmm. But in concept it's more or less the same thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't really give us it. They literally just told us that what we want to do works and how we build off it. Yeah. To counter the point that we don't want to run places, running across Gilinor, because I literally just was bitching earlier about Walkman mode, so I could speak to this. <clears throat> it is tedious when you know there are faster ways to get places. If I told you to walk from Lumbridge to Prith, do you think you would enjoy it? No. 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 Not even... why would you walk to Prith? If I asked you to teleport from Lumbridge to Falador on your main account, do you think you would enjoy it? No. Because you have a max cape in a maxed house. I have, I literally have been in situations where like, I have teleported to the duel arena and I've realized that the amulet of glory is closer, gone back to my house and teleported to the amulet of glory, <laughs> teleported at the Alcarid palace because it's closer to where I need to be. We are, we're not big fans of walking. Because there's other ways to get there. That's the first problem with comparing walking to sailing. The second problem, walking doesn't present any sort of functional challenge to the player. Other than being boring as sin and the least efficient way to get from point A to point B, you're just moving. You're just pathing around objects. It's not even like a like an open world RPG like Skyrim where like random enemies will come and attack you or like random events will pop up. Random events people dismiss as well proper RuneScape random events that is. But there is no incentive to take the main road to get places because nothing happens. The road from Lumbridge to Varrock has been exactly the same for 20 years. And even at this point, you can slap your dick on the table, walk into Varrock, because the Dark Wizards aren't even going to attack you anymore. Because you're max combat. So, there is no challenge and there is no mechanic to master with walking. Right? 
sailing presents a few different counters to that. The first being nobody's going to know shit about what's efficient and what's not efficient on day one, right? Right. It is going to be me and the boys singing shanties through our headsets, <laughs> dicking around in the water south of Port Serene. That is what the first week of sailing is going to be. Yeah. What do we do with a drunken sailor? Shut the f*** up, Boxy. It's going to be the whole week. <laughs> you know? The whole week when it first comes out. They, I imagine, are going to play off some aspects of the exploration thing. Right? Mm. There's going to be some little undiscovered island. But they're not going to be random. Like I said, it's going to be like the Animal Crossing Islands. Where there's like maybe five or ten islands that like they just don't tell people about. And players have to like moor their boats and explore them for fun, you know? Yeah. There's going to be all new training spots. And they mentioned with the three different kinds of ships, they're kind of spitballing three different kinds of oceans. So shallow seas. Um, God, it's like shallow seas, open seas, and deep sea or whatever. Uh, which would correspond with like small, large, and colossal ships, more or less. <clears throat> you know, that in combination with what they have kind of described as like weather and current, which I can touch on here in a little bit because wind and sailing sometimes is a frustrating game mechanic, but I'll get to that. Kind of like we'll use a recent example with Jedi Survivor. There are areas in the game you can access from the get go that are easy to get to. There are areas from the game that are at, that you can access from the get-go, but you have to be creative on how you get there. And there are areas that you can see at the beginning of the game, but can't get to until the middle or end of the game, based on what kind of like movement mechanics you've unlocked. I don't think it's impossible to suggest that that new feeling of exploration and that really like... <sighs> I don't know, that really fulfilling feeling of being able to do something new that we all kind of lack with sailing is going to come about when you're able to traverse these different types of waters, right? So one thing they mentioned is that let's say every ship has components on it. So like the tiny little ships will have two or three components, like module pieces or whatever. The larger ones have six or seven and the big ones have like 15. I don't know as an example, and the larger vessels make it easier to navigate wind or navigate currents. Like wind is random and it's not like a, you can't move, but it's like a penalty kind of thing, how they described it, which I really hope it's not just cause like <sighs> wind is a frustrating mechanic in a video game with a sailboat because I don't want to have to play with the wind I want to go where I have to go. So I hope if they do implement wind, it isn't a slog to get through, or there is some way where you can either change the direction of the wind, or you can completely avoid the wind or something. But that will come with time with the unlocks. I think <clears throat> why moving around on the ocean is going to be more enjoyable is because it does present challenges to the player right? You're not going to be able to go everywhere immediately other than quest locked areas, right? 
nowhere in Gilinor can you not traverse on foot. That is not quest locked. Like, if you have every single quest done, other, you know what? There is one place Death Plateau. You need the climbing boots. Other than that, the waterfall dungeon requires a little rope puzzle to get into. Underground pass. Why in the world would you go back through there? You know, there are certain places that require like a light source. Uh, eh, well, but... yeah, but but here's here's why walking isn't fun. Why in the world are you walking through Death Plateau? I have an IUD that teleports me right outside God Wars, baby. Why am I going through the Underground Pass? I did Song of the Elves three years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to get back into the Underground Pass when I have that Master Clue step. <laughs> Or to charge so, your like, Ivans on your group Iron Man. God, it's such a slog to, <laughs> to recharge that Ivan staff. Another reason why Iron Man mode is just the worst. Um, but like, <clears throat> so that's the issue with walking is like, there are better ways to get places once you do it the first time. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Whereas with sailing, for example, let's use the coast of Gilinor as an example. Let's say, God, Mother of Mine is so awkward to navigate to get back out. Let's say when you take off from, you know, Port Cazard or whatever, and you want to swing south over to like the Poison Waste and the Isle of Souls, let's say you cannot cross the area between Feldip Hills and Ape Atoll because there's a really strong current that flows northward and just kind of carries you back in your small boat. But when you get a bigger boat, you can do it, but it becomes challenging. And then when you get on the colossal, like, brigadier freighter ships, the current does nothing. And you can cut right through that area mm-hmm. without having to do whatever. And then perhaps you get back on your small boat because there's more shallow seas over there, right? I don't know how the whole getting on and off boats thing is going to work. Um, I I just think it would be interesting to see areas that they can kind of deny players access to or force players to go based on the technology they have on their boat yeah which is also an issue because Gilinor is just a big island it's not like like more or less like if you look at it it's not like nothing is really landlocked you know, yeah. the only open ocean there really is is trying to get to Zaya. Right. You know, and <clears throat> no one's going to be you could, no one's going to be traversing the seas to get to Zaya unless but Valamor but, is like you can't get there on foot. You need to go into a port. I could see which that is possible. But also, why wouldn't you traverse to Zaya? Which is, I guess this is probably the cheapest argument of all. Why not explore this for the first time? Why not cross the ocean to get to Zaya? You have no idea what's out there, right? I think people always talking about all oh, this sense of adventure, blah blah blah. Like, I don't have that anymore. But the idea of being able to explore something brand new—that sounds like fun. And before anyone says, "Well, that's why it should have just been an exploration skill," it will—the fun will not last in doing that. 
there will be efficient routes to get places, right? It's how they densely pack the content in that area that makes you want to go there. So like maybe if you take the north route, there's fishing. If you take the middle route, there's a fast current. And if you take the southern route through the sea, there is boss fights or hunter encounters or farming encounters or something, you know? So I think as far as the navigation goes, sailing seems significantly more enjoyable and significantly more challenging than having to run places. Will I admit, though, long term, if there are islands you have to sail to, better add some fucking teleports eventually. Because, like, let's say, for example, the Varlamore expansion is only accessible through sailing. I don't hate it. I think, you know how cool that would be? You train, you build this boat for a month or two or a year or however long Varlamore takes to release. And then there's just a new addition to a continent. Something we really haven't had substantially since 2016 when that shit show of Zaya first really came out. I guess I guess Mount Carolum is probably the more recent example. But like that was one place and the farming guild. So two places. Mm-hmm. And the lizard, but three plate, whatever, not important, <laughs> right? Not a whole, not as substantial as Varlamore is going to be. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be hype as shit to go there the first time. The hundred fiftieth time I have to go there, Jesus Christ. There had better be a teleport. So I don't, I don't doubt that eventually players are going to be over it. Um, but I think. Part of why the navigation is cool for sailing specifically is that it's not going to feel like, oh, I'm just fishing on the water. I'm just training hunter on the water. Mm. I'm just farming in the water. The additional challenge of how you get there, because the bo- the ships, so the way they talked about it is they kind of want the ships to move in like an arc. Mm-hmm. Right, So, like, a player can rotate 90 degrees or 180 degrees, whatever it is, without doing anything, which, like, people can do. You can turn around really quickly. Boats don't really do that. Even, like, kayaks and shit can't, like, really, like, turn on a dime like that. Right. So they're kind of discussing this sort of, like, circular navigation pattern that they kind of want to flesh more out but i think what they're waiting primarily on is uh the betas yeah. so they want to wait and be like not wait to do it but like wait to lock anything in until they have significant player feedback that tells them how it feels right because if it sucks oh <laughs> everything i just said is gonna go down the toilet if it feels like shit right so i think they want to make it feel like fun mm-hmm. um but it's it's I'm optimistic it's not going to feel like just training other skills, but wet. Wet Because of how you get there. Uh, That's what they called me in high school, question mark? I don't know where to go with that one. (laughs) Um, They didn't call me anything in high school, let's be honest. Uh, But, I don't know, maybe, like, it adds a new element to tracking if you're, like, training hunter and you're trying to catch, like, a mako shark or something. Or maybe fishing's a little bit more dynamic because, like, schools of fish in the ocean 
don't pop up in like one or two spots. They're everywhere. So maybe frustrating though it may be when a fishing spot on a 30 minute timer moves, you have to sail to go find it. You know, that could be interesting for a little bit for a little bit that that's the key but but, but that's so that's the, that's the that is the one issue that I will give you credit for while I think the navigation pieces of sailing really are going to set it apart from other skills cuz I don't think it's going to be a mini game I don't think it's going to be this half ass expansion my concern partially is is this going to feel old at some point is this going to feel tedious? At what point is, you know, hopping on my boat with my with my pirate brothers to go plunder some booty, if you know what I'm saying, going to get arduous? Mm-hmm. But the follow-up question is, and T.C. <coughs> kind of mentioned it in the recording booth chat, he alluded to it a little bit, can you name me a skill that is consistently fun to train? No, I mean whether exact all twenty three of them have their their high points and their really low points, like, and it goes both ways, right? So let's look at a skill like I don't know what what what's an example of this with with skills? I feel like the low level ones are tough. Bert, we'll use hunter as our first example, right? Hunter trains really quickly at low levels with birdhouses and various training methods. And then you get to like 63 Hunter. Oh. And it's just a slog because it's like three tick chins all the way, baby. Yeah. Till you get to 80, then you do herbivore. And then guess what? You better really like herbivore <laughs> because. <laughs> That's basically the only fucking thing you're going to do. Herbivore and birdhouse runs, and maybe you'll spice it up with some chins every now and again. But it definitely, like, my first herbivore, it felt good. That was fun. I'm on herbivore, like, 1,300. Oh, like, I just... It's te- it's It doesn't take any brain power. Right. But, like, towards the end, it's just like, let's get this over with. On the more egregious end of the later skills, you first unlock Motherload Mine. Not only is the XP kind of okay for your level, you're also super motivated because you got to get the mining alpha for the diary step when you get to unlock the bag in the upstairs and like you get all the shit's new collection log slots. And then you just have to sit there for 7 million more XP and, and just... Oh. Mining goes really low. There are opposites with skills, though. Slayer, Jesus Christ. Slayer slaps. Slayer is arguably the worst skill in the game until about 65. Can't confirm. I w- you could argue maybe 55 on a main account, but 55 with Blood Velt only really gets good if you have the Ditch Lab unlocked. Otherwise, oh. But boy. 95 slayers nice you know the higher level slayer is good same thing with agility oh god agility at low levels but sepulchre's pretty fun and sepulchre can make you some money Mm -hmm. 
right? Sailing is unfortunately... Stinky Wawa's just got a big shark. Nice. Uh, sailing is doomed to inevitably get boring. I don't think that's going to be a flaw with how they design sailing. I think that's going to be a flaw with how RuneScape works and how their players play it. Yeah. Because technically, when you get to 80 Hunter, Herbivore is not your only option. There's a shitload of options at 80 80 Hunter. Mm -hmm. You ever pitfall trapped anything? I think for a That's diary kind, one time. Uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. I did it in leagues quite a bit. Um, I think there was a task to wear the full spined Larupia outfit. It's fun. I've never caught a saber tooth kayak in my life. <laughs> Aerial hunter? No. You know, no one catches bats in raids. The clothing doesn't mean anything. Some obvious like butterflies and birds. Like, you stop getting good birds at level 19. But there's nothing really to say that you can't train these other hunter methods. Right. There's a world of opportunity for you. It's just not efficient. So I think it's a flaw with how RuneScape ding, is ding, the game. Ding, right there. And how their community is as players. Where we will eventually find the most efficient way to train sailing. And eventually running laps around Karamja in the colossal boat with seven of the 12 modules equipped to get the fastest XP per hour is going to be boring as shit. Just like every skill in this game gets really boring. Yeah. So I think knowing that that is going to happen shouldn't detract from what the new mechanics could add. And to touch on what you talked about at the very beginning, you mentioned, like, they mentioned fighting on the back of a dragon and the thing. And I was like, oh, God, Michael's going to bring that up. When Nin first brought that up, the first thing I thought of was, what's the opposite of sea? That's air. You can fly. How in the hell would this community react to flight? Right? Yeah. They mentioned, like, being on the back of something, but, like, theoretically, if the framework is there, you could add, like, planes and shit. Or, like you said, mounts. You know? I don't think we... Like, I don't want them to add planes, you know? Like, it just seems a little out of place for a fantasy game. But you know what I mean. Like, I know, I heard that, and I was like, okay, cool. The tech is there, but I don't want it right now. You know, Taco says, what if they had new Slayer monsters with sailing requirements? I think that touches on what the skill could be as opposed to how the navigation works. You know, I don't think enchant the ship so it can fly <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like the Avengers. How they have those aircraft carriers <clears throat> that fly up in the air. Maybe, but I don't know. I mean. I don't think I would call myself excited about this because, again, like being told something works isn't super exciting. Um, but I'm certainly optimistic it's going to be more fun than walking around Gilinor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it just takes 
going into it, you have kind of changed my mind in the sense that um, none of these skills that we have currently are designed to be, well, they're not, not that they're not, okay. None of the skills we have in this game right now are fun from zero to 13 million XP. None of them. Like the whole they're time. They're not always fun. That, yep, they're not fun the, the whole, whole time. time. Um, there are certain points where you really, really enjoy Slayer. There are certain points where you really hate Slayer. Um, there are certain tasks that you hate with Slayer. Even though Slayer slaps, there's really ta- like there's tasks that suck. Um, there's certain times where mining is really fun, but there's a lot of times where mining is not fun. It, you, you literally could say that for all 23 skills. And um, it's unfair to both the developers and the skill itself, I think, to put that expectation on skilling just because it's the new kid on the block. You know, um, for me, I guess I was, I did have unreal expectations in the sense that we saw them make a paper airplane and I'm expecting a Boeing 747. It's, it's early. I'll give you that much. It's very early. That's why I said at the top that I'm optimistically, uh, like I'm optimistic and I can definitely have my mind changed, which I hope, I hope I do have my mind changed. I hope that throughout the weeks, throughout the months, perspectives will shift and that um, there will be things to look forward to with sailing. The, the 500 laps around Karamja are going to be great. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that's the thing. Like, they're not. No, that was, that like, was you definitely would, sarcastic. You know, you know as a Max player that, like... Hella sarcasm. When this community decides a meta, it's going to suck balls. What is a fun meta that exists in this game for skilling? I, I don't know. Maybe... Like, like, what is the best XP per hour meta? Which one of them are enjoyable to do for the average player? I there's certain things, personality wise, I can get into a rhythm and enjoy it, just because it's either very uh, mindless or you do have to focus and it's rewarding. So um, construction was that way. Oddly enough, for me, I. I kind of liked herbivore and i kind of miss rune crafting in the sense that it allowed me to do something for a long period of time and um but we souls aren't the most efficient not anymore We're talking like lava yeah three ticking chins three tick three tick fishing two tick teaks but it is a like, it is a meta <clears throat> like it's a uh it's a way to to get to the end result it's not the it most is, efficient but- meta but it is a meta well, that has been established. So meta itself is an is it anagram? What I forgot what the term acronym. is, but it's an most acronym for efficient most efficient tactic available. available. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I by guess definition, you're right. <laughs> it is meta not a meta. Is, is efficient. <laughs> it's true. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Like most metas in RuneScape are not that fun. That's like, true. Yeah. The metas for fast Slayer XP are like. Turial skip for like smoke devils and like neck reels. Right, bursting task. Yeah. So you can get super fast XP. Yeah. Like lavas 
aren't fun. Um, what is the agility meta? Is it truly just level five Sepulcher? Either Sepulcher. Like, is that the or... best XP in the game? Per hour, yes. Yeah. Wow. I would say so. Like, because there's different metas. Like the most efficient doesn't always mean the best XP, because the most efficient could be barb fishing, because you don't have I to think, train agility. I think differences in efficiency don't come down to XP. I think they come down to like most efficient for budget, most efficient per level bracket. Yeah. Like yeah, teaks are most efficient until whatever level, and then some other things become becomes better yeah, yeah for wood cutting you know right. like there's like mother of mine is not the most efficient tactic available for no. mining no it's three tick granite but like that that's that's just my thing so like the 500 laps around karamja or whatever stupid thing we're gonna decide is the best training method is gonna suck because they all suck because as tiki pointed out in the recording booth chat you know he and i had a little back and forth about it 100 percenting any game is not fun in his own words like i love jedi survivor it's honestly my game of the year best star wars game i've ever played and i'll put that on my chest as someone who 100 percent of the year like lego star wars why episodes one through six like, I love a lot of Star Wars games. Far and away, Survivor's been the best one I think I've ever played. I don't know if I'm going to get every single collectible in that game. Because eventually, getting collectibles becomes tedious. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get it. You know, I don't know. I just, I think maybe as a whole for the community, that discussion of, like, not lower your expectations because I don't think we need to lower our expectations about sailing. I think we need to lower our expectations about how fun it's going to be. And like, if you're not a skiller, it's the same thing applies to PVM. You know, I love top. I do more than five tops in a day. I'm done. Like, Muspa was super fun when it came out, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've not done a whole lot of Mushba. Yeah. Like, same thing with Tombs of a Masket. Same thing with the Wilderness Bosses. Like, it's fun to a point. Sure. I think, I don't know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, day one, week one, first month, I may take off the whole time. You know, I'll be there but, but that's when the we thing. log in. There's <clears> gonna <throat> There's gonna be no meta, baby. We're just gonna be playing. Imagine, yeah. dog. We're just going to be fucking playing RuneScape. No one's going to know anything that's going on. Adikon, Bodhi, Foe, Alfie, none of those motherfuckers are going to know anything about this game. No one's going to be able to be like, oh, what if we use this tactic from this to tick manipulate that and clip me through there? No one's going to know how to do that. There'll and be one man. One man will know. Just going to be playing runescape yeah i see what you're saying like though. it's gonna be awesome it is gonna be awesome when the new skill comes out because it's not even like you can theory craft real i'm sure at some points you'll be able to hopefully that but like you could find out different things on whatever beta world 
And well, but you're we've you're got the beta right, worlds. Though. There's not we've got the beta worlds, and they should be releasing like a a content pitch in like two weeks. I think they said. So, XP wasters, strap in and strap on. We're gonna be talking about sailing a lot yeah. in these next couple of months. <laughs> so there's a, like the roadmap for it. They're they're moving pretty quick, but I also think that it's going to take a long time. In in like two sides of the same coin, the 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 they have everything pretty much planned out. I think until close to the end of June, for as far as pitches go. But once everything is fully finalized, it may be an entire year, maybe eighteen months. It just depends on how quickly they can develop the content and how quickly uh, the art team. The engine team, all of that works together to really bring this to life alongside everything else that they're going to want to do. Because you can't just put the whole game on hold. They're still going to need to put out updates. They're still going to need to do events. Like Hopefully we'll still get a league. They're still going to put out new that's quests. Gonna be, um, that's definitely going to be the crazy part because like Desert Treasure 2 and all that shit's coming out and then like we're going to get a Summer Summit hopefully. Where like I don't know, so yeah, you're right. The Lord knows when this shit's gonna come out. If I'm a if I was a betting man, and I guess putting it out there, recording my voice saying these words, um, it kind of is setting it in stone as far as my prediction. But my prediction, so it is May fifteenth, the day of recording, twenty twenty three. I if I was a betting man, I would think. Late fall, early winter, and this is not a meme. I'm not saying this for the meme. Late fall, early winter of 2024. So about a year and a half from now, I think we'll have something in the game related to sailing. If it passes that, like if it gets that far. If it doesn't, I think we could see a new skill, whatever that would be, like early 2025 potentially that's like a year and a half two years from now i think if we get all the way to refinement in late july and sailing gets binned they're gonna work on shamanism and if shamanism even so like because we're gonna have to do this exact same exact same conversation but instead of the sailing mechanics it's gonna be the spirit realm Mm -hmm. And how that works, yeah. or whatever other random bullshit they wanted for that skill. I think if sailing doesn't pass, we're looking middle of 2025 for shamanism. But frankly, Tiki said it in the recording booth chat. I I I would guess between June and August of 2024. So kind of close to what I was saying. We're a well, couple yeah, months you were, different. You're a couple like months fall, different. Fall, winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a couple months, which like I think is fair. It's it's optimistic. Lord, second knows. half of 24 um, is what we're kind of, you know, Q2 to Q4 uh, of 24. I yeah, I'm calling like <laughs> early second half though. Like they'll probably announce it at Winter Summit 2023, and they'll be like, oh, and there's one more thing, and then it will be like tentative release date for sailing. Mm. July of 2023 and people will lose their minds. Yeah. And that'll be like the big thing for the winter summit because I imagine 
what is even going to be the big thing for the summer summit? This is definitely jumping way far ahead, but like, <laughs> other than potentially announcing a new league, do we think they're going to announce anything big at the summer summit? More quests. Um, could see another, uh, another. Uh, you stump me. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, what have we seen in the past? <laughs> we've seen, we've seen quest bosses. We've seen well, the last two summits we had. The last two summits we had were tombs of a mascot and sailing. We're like to another raid, big ones. They could be working on another raid, potentially, to like coincide with the release of sailing. I I think that would be the that would be a really, a really cool thing is if they said, "Here's the raid." It like comes out like a week after sailing comes out. But you need like seventy five sailing to access it. That would suck. No, that would be. I think that would be that awesome. Would suck because then people wouldn't enjoy sailing. People would just like rush to get seventy five and like not actually enjoy the skill. Well, what you if know? you made it like maybe? Okay, so maybe you need a smaller, like a a, a lower level, maybe twenty five. And then if you do the sailing, like if you do the raids quest, it gets you to fifteen sailing. I don't know. I just did a whole mutated Zygomite task, and I actually hate this. I dislike that creature. I just don't use prayer. I think that's why. Yeah, that's definitely why. It's <laughs> I, I like AFK the bitches, dude. And I don't have the points to unlock like the auto fungus. <laughs> so if I go, I don't even think I do that on my main. Really? I think my main account oh. has an auto fungi, whatever. The auto spray. Yeah, if I forget, yeah. and I'm just sitting there for like. You know, 30 seconds. It's not dying. Why is it not dying? Anyway. Um, 39 Summer tasks Summit. in a row, though. Could be big. Summer Summit, Summer if they Summit have one. Could be huge. Because here's what oh, you're forgetting. Surely they're going to have one. Here's what you're forgetting. We will potentially have a Rune Fest. That's what they're going to announce. You think Tell so? Tell me right now. Okay. You heard it here first. Summer Summit 2023. They're going to say, by the way, RuneFest will return, and they'll give us a date for 2024. That'd be cool. That's what they're going to do. They're going to give us a date for 2024, because it's not going to be soon, because people have to plan yeah. that shit. Yeah. Like, it's not... They're going to hold it somewhere in England, fortunately or unfortunately. They're going to hold it somewhere in England. So, like, all of their American player base is going to have to plan... <laughs> dates and financials to get there Mm -hmm. so yeah it'll likely be my first time out of the country for runefest if i'm being honest it won't be my first time but dude just picture it before we go to break i want you to picture for a second we coordinate with the boys we get everyone to toronto because it's probably going to be cheapest to fly out of toronto as opposed to anywhere else in the United States. Then we got a central meeting point. It's only about eight hours from Toronto to Heathrow, right? Assuming no bad conditions, right? We go all that way, get a big, like a house or like a hotel block together Mm -hmm. for like all of TNL XPW, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think everyone, because that's a lot of damn hotel rooms. There's like 500 people in our club. <laughs> but like, 
could you imagine? It'd be like the North meetup, the South meetup, and then whatever other meetup we do combined, if everybody can make it. Because that's obviously a huge commitment to say, take off work, leave your family, uh, and spend potentially thousands of dollars on plane tickets and event costs. And it's it's a major undertaking that, you know, it would be fun. I can, I'm imagining it, though. It's going to be pay fun. For our, we got to pay for our tattoos. <laughs> we go. Yeah, we do. We got to get them. Because remember, like, years ago, we all talked about, like, getting matching rune tattoos. I think I claimed the nature rune, and I'm going to get it right here on my chest. And I've been waiting because I'm oh, like, okay, right there. like, it's behind the microphone. Yeah. It's like right here. Well, I have my game client in front of you, so I had to move the game client. Oh, nice! <laughs> I moved it. I moved. I moved in frame. I'm like, oh, I'm over here. Um, but yeah, I've been been waiting. And again, after getting this, I'm like a little tattoo hungry. I'm like, oh, I could get that nature. I'm like, no, I have to get it somewhere in England. Yes, but I have to get it somewhere with the boys in England, or if like, which again is the funniest part. Uh, the bulk of the people in the server are American, um, but the founder is English. So everyone's like, yeah, when we go to England, the motherland, and it's like <laughs> like 1,700 of the 2,000 people are North American <laughs> or whatever it is. So like, I guess if like, if, like the, the Euro folks and the, Auss- and the Aussie folks came to the United States, that'd be cool too. But like, I don't know. I want to get a tattoo in a foreign country. What are the odds? <laughs> they do it in america because a lot of the player base really low okay because they talked about this i think on based podcast a couple months ago the j mods are like the staff of the event mm-hmm. and it's really expensive to fly your entire staff to america for like a week rent a venue get all the shit that you would have to do in England, but now tack on exponentially more expensive travel and lodging costs for everyone. And then, I don't know, it just doesn't seem super feasible, or you have to pay a venue a lot more because now the venue staff have to work it. Mm. And like, then, I don't know, I I don't think they would ever host it in the U.S. As convenient as that would be, um, maybe one day. I don't know. I there there. I feel like Jagex is widened that widened their stance on what can happen in America because I I'm pretty sure there's J mods that work remotely from the U.S. and they're not there all. There was for a little while. There was that one Mike somebody Mike D. Maybe that was him, the guy who had like definitely he he was there like a couple years ago. He had an American accent. I don't remember. Was he the one who spoiled the fishing boss? He spoiled Temporos. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> there was a couple years ago. Dun, I think dun, he was dun. on the show, and he like made a comment in passing to Kieran, and like he's like, yeah, and we've got the fishing boss we're working on, and you could see Kieran like. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, like that kind of thing. Um, I was like, up. Oh, that was a like, God. I think that was like 
July of 2020, maybe? Because I feel like I was up north in my cabin when he leaked that. And he, like, mentioned Fishing Boss. And everyone was like, what? (laughs) What? Oh, gosh. Yeah, either way, I think it's a guarantee that Oxy and I will be there. Because I'm not missing RuneFest for anything, dude. I sh- so, that'll be the big announcement for the summer summer. Yeah, surely. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, any final thoughts on what we saw today? Uh, sailing wise. Stay optimistic. Stay optimistic. Keep an open mind. You don't have to be mega excited because again, they didn't really give us much content other than showing us that, that it works. But I think it's time we send you lovely folks to break. So with that, enjoy this commercial see you very soon. Why, hello there, adventurer. My name's Razzalo, and I've traveled all over this here continent collecting treasures that I think you... you, you, you. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important safety announcement. Attention. This is a message from the Gilinor Protection Agency. Do not fall asleep. A supernatural anomaly has escaped from its containment site in eastern Mauritania. It is incredibly hostile and will strike if given the opportunity. It has been known to attack its victims through the dreams, causing intense and violent sleepwalking that often results in the victim's death. Do not fall asleep. Over 1,200 individuals have been reported missing since the breach and that number is estimated to increase exponentially over the coming days. Sleepwalkers have been reported in Canifus and in the northern coast of Mauritania, heading towards Port Fazimatis. If you are within the immediate vicinity of the breach, please seek shelter and await further instructions. Do not fall asleep. The Gilinor Protection Agency thanks you for your cooperation. Do not fall asleep. You will now be returned to your regularly scheduled broadcast. So why don't you come on down and see for yourself? I promise you, you won't be disappointed. enjoyed that commercial because i know that i sure did someday we will make new commercials for you someday is that i day was today? thinking about it on my on my ride home the fact that we were able to pump out commercials like once a week we were on some shit back then i feel like our episodes were also only like 40 minutes back then too <laughs> they were like, short <laughs> what were we even talking about and then we're like i guess we'll go to break well like, we didn't if you listen to older episodes which a lot of people do uh it's like introductions um we very briefly say how we're doing and then within like maybe five minutes we're like okay main title content and then we would talk about main title content for like 30 minutes. And they're like, okay, time to go to break. And we didn't have all of these things that we normally do now. We didn't have Patreon didn't shout outs. Do, we didn't have Patreon. We didn't have community, community question. question. We didn't have a So of the week. literally it was just 
we welcome back. We, we have like recommendations. Here's the for a while <laughs> we did. that were that were like here's what we recommend for the week, and it was like we never even got that correct because like the first week we're like yeah watch these content creators, and then the next week you're like yeah recommendations about RuneScape. I think I was like train your low level range at swamp crabs, and you're like. I was going to recommend Verf's UIM series, but okay. I'm like, oh, shit, we're still doing that? Uh, uh. And then I got a level with you. I don't think we did it nope. at all after that. Nope. So. Yeah, it was weird. Just thinking about, like, how in the world did we pull that off? And then the episodes are, like, 20 minutes long. And, like, that first episode, there was no, like, video component to it. So just, I I cannot feasibly see with the life I have right now, like, I will try to start this edit tomorrow night and I will probably be awake until about one o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, mm -hmm. getting this edit ready for Thursday mm -hmm. to come out. There is not a chance in hell I can bang out a commercial. I don't know how we did it. Well, I was so someday <laughs> new commercials will arise, but this is not that week. I was also definitely unemployed for a little you while. You were unemployed. And like I was on unemployment for a while. I was, was awesome. I was editing for the first 15 weeks, I think. 14 weeks? No, it was the first. Dog, I edited part of the Mathis episode. You edited, I think. But I was. I want to say the first like seven. I was editing a lot of them. Fully. You edited the first probably like month or two. But I don't think you edited the first 16 weeks. I think. Because I think we had this discussion when we did like an XP waste, XP waste year in review. Okay. Like I think. I started editing a lot sooner than you seem to think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because in addition to like editing the Mathis interview, I just like did the first episode. I think I, maybe, I think I was week eight because that's when it started the even odd, even odd oh, okay. way back then. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, this it's just not a thing we can do week to week anymore. So I apologize for the recycle commercials and hopefully someday we can, smash them out because like remember how at the beginning of the year michael and i talked about like having a bunch of projects mm -hmm. we scripted a ton of shit like quick guides for like mid-game content and there's not i can't even i i don't think i could pay someone to get me free time <laughs> at this point i might be able to do it on a weekend but like you and i both know editing takes way more than like a day that's true so someday we will get there Today is not that day. But that's okay. Because you know what today is the day for? Shouting out our patrons. Mm -hmm. The people who support us every month with their wonderful financial support that is way more than necessary. Mm -hmm. But they said, F*** it, we ball. We're going to support these crazy mumpties. And here they are on screen right now. This is the wise old man's here. We do have a new one this week. La Floridian or LA Floridian. Not 100% sure. Maybe it's all one word. La Floridian. I don't know. Maybe he's French. Who knows? Um, but he's new. Welcome to the wise old man tier. Hope to see you in the recording booth chat. But we're, we're moving on from the wise old men. So the thing is slowly going to fade away. Michael and I are going to come back. Stop, baby. How you doing? How's it going? Um, Thank you, guys. And now we're going to read off the KBD tier in alphabetical order because we've made that mistake far too many times. <laughs> and we'll so never live it down. So without further ado, 
you can you can tell that I'm getting more and more cooked as the episode goes on. Can you? But here we are. <laughs> yep. I can. I, I, I sure as hell can. Um, <coughs> so, kicking off the KBD tier, we have Broic70, My Dad, Hi Dad, Cloud Kicker, Dicky Bird, EXP Enjoyer, Imby Jones, Legend Gary, Lil Drakey, The Lord Jake himself, Mark, aka iSteam, Mike Oxmall, MT Birchfield, Rylithian, Satanbot666, Skuma92, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, The Crayola Cram, Toast No Toast, and Tuz Talk Coots. Thank you all so much for your absolute, just monumental support on Patreon at the King Black Dragon tier. I don't really have an update on the shirts, other than they're going out, right? Um, I, have, I have a stack of freshly printed shipping labels. That's as far as I've gotten. Um, the plan for this week is to get them out by Friday. Get them in the mail, in the post office. A majority of them. There's still some like EU bruvs, like oi bruv places I need to figure out import taxes and stuff. Uh, but domestic, Canada, and Australia. You guys should have your shirts soon. <laughs> so. All right. So I don't have an update except <laughs> that we're almost done. So awesome. So close. <laughs> Super cool. So close. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the recording booth chat, Iron Otis says, um, what about the tattoo artist? And as a brief reminder, the design on your shirt is actually created by an XP waster who is an American traditional tattoo artist. Uh, Native Blood Tattoos is his Instagram handle. Um, we'll link that in the description too. So when the day finally comes when you get your shirts, know that we didn't just hire some rando. We kind of planned on hiring a rando. <laughs> and then he reached out to us and was like, hey, sorry you guys are having trouble with tattoo artists. I happen to be exactly who you're looking for do you want me to whip something up? We're like, yeah, we would love that. Yeah, because um, once so that worked out, once perfectly, couldn't have, could not agree more. Once everybody gets their shirts, and we can finally, you know, publicize what the design was, because we want it to be a surprise. Like you guys open your packages and see it for the first time. Um, once everybody has gotten their shirts and they've seen them, I want to show you guys my concept versus what you actually see as the end result. And we'll put them up side by side. Cause like I thought what I had designed was pretty epic. It's not, it looks like a five-year-old drew it next to the actual finished design. <clears throat> so, so get hyped. Cause we, we actually yeah. talked about releasing a, a version of the, uh, the Patreon shirt in the merch store. So we'll potentially mm -hmm. be doing that. It just won't have all the stuff on the back. That's going to be months down the road, potentially. So, yeah, yeah I'm excited. We'll get there. But I, I think we finally move away from the Patreon talk and we move into the community question. Absolutely. I, how, how many responses are there this week? We have 16 on Spotify. 
Dog, I was just about to say there's no way we have as many as we do last week. Holy. There's 16 on Spotify and 6 on YouTube. God, that's more than we had last week. No, I think week. last week was like 19. We had 19 on Spotify. Yeah. And we only had a few on YouTube. Okay. Well, here we go. It is the community question time, everyone. Uh, last week, we asked you guys, what is your favorite obscure RuneLight plugin? And I swear to God, if anyone says Quest Helper. Funny you should say that. Not the first one, though. Riley says, blindfold. Only because I'm... <laughs> Only because imbued fart was already taken. Seriously, though, on long, tedious grinds, it is kind of nice uh, to use tile tracker and only click things that you need to. I've never heard of this plugin. This is going to be me, like, making mental tile notes tracker? to go. <laughs> so it's called Blindfold. I have no idea what that is. Um, but it's obscure, Blind- and that's what we asked for. Blindfold. Blindfold you so you can't see anything except for your character. Oh. Uh draw distance. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. That might be a fun extra episode I'm if we like blindfold a... ourselves and race from one Bro, city to the next. It it shuts anyway. off. Oh my god, I gotta send a screenshot of this. This is <laughs> trippy as hell. Oh look at that. Oh wow. That sucks ass. It also shuts off your GPU plugin. Oh. Why? Why would it do that? Interesting. So they said it's it's uh, long, tedious grinds. It's kind of nice to use tile tracker and only click the things that you need to. Could be good, I guess. But you can still see your mini map, which which helps. Just kind of takes all the visual visuals out of it. <coughs> Next up, we have Iron Otis. Coming in with the, my vanilla answer would be Quest Helper. Bam. But my not vanilla answer would be Door Kicker. When I first downloaded it, I thought it opened doors for you before you got to the door, but it's not. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Next up, we have Danny. Don't empty. Nothing is worse than dumping out a restore during inventory management. Huh. Is this where the like it takes away the option for you to empty potions? Because I don't like who empties po unless you're in the wilderness. Griefing a PKer, whoever would want to empty a potion? Just seems like the dumbest thing ever. Tommy T Bone says, "Fun door kicker, utility anti drag." Actually, though, anti drag that that's a game changer for PVM because. There's nothing worse than trying to do an eight-way, one-tick switch and just messing up your inventory. Not that I would know how I, to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to leave that first part alone. But <laughs> I genuinely don't know how anti-drag works. And whenever I go to turn it on, I'm like, is it going to prevent me from moving stuff in my inventory? yeah. yeah. So I turn it back. No, but like if I need to switch something or like move potions around, is it going to prevent me from doing that? So I just don't ever have it turned on. Oh. So I, I have been known to drag an item here and there. <laughs> in a nutshell, I just, anti-drag makes it to where in quick succession, so once you click on another item, for a delayed amount of time, you can't move another item once you've, once you've clicked an item. now. If you're just clicking and moving, like you press and hold, 
It's not going to stop you from doing that. It's just going to stop you so once you've clicked an item, you can't move an item for a set amount of time. You can change the intervals to where if it's too sensitive and you're you're finding that like you just you're it's messing you up, then you can change it. But it is nice for gear switches. Um, I think they have it potentially built in on mobile. I'm not sure. Next up, we have K Black. They say not not really obscure, but the Irby AFK plugin really helps that grind. I think really the only thing that changes in the Irby AFK plugin is that it adds a massive blue line to like really really indicate what path you should be taking. Because sometimes there's there's multiple ways to get to the destination of where the next spot is, but this adds like a giant blue line, which is which is interesting. I want to take a second and welcome Mima to the recording booth. Uh, I can't tell if he's up late or up early. Oh man, Mima's here. Are we? I mean, we got to wrap. Are we down bad? <laughs> We're down bad because you know Mima's ass is just up early for work. Man, Mi like no, Mima. Welcome, it's Mima. not personal against. It's not personal against you, but like, it's what quarter to six in the morning where you live. Motherfucker, Europeans are getting back in VC, Michael. We got to wrap this yep. shit up. So the next three, the next three people all said the same one. We have Young Mac, Nathan, and Taco Dog all coming in with Door Kicker. Door Kickers, I honestly don't know why I didn't say it in the last episode. Because I, I, have, that, <laughs> I have that plugin on and I've had it on for years at this point. And it's, it's probably one of my favorites. You just walk up to a door and you kick it open. You don't actually like push it with your hand so those three uh young mac also said imbued fart which i i've never used it because i don't play with game sounds but i'm sure it could be fun to just forget I that was, you have it on i was hoping it'd be better really to be honest with you oh, oh damn it I downloaded it i just didn't i didn't love it well that's disappointing seymour says inventory viewer it lets you see your inventory when you are on a different tab very useful for spinning flax or tanning hides with the lunar spells so far, so far, everyone I've PVM'd with has asked what panel, what that panel is. Huh. Yeah, there are certain places where, um, like, you're enchanting jewelry. Not that. Like, uh, sorry, you're enchanting, you're doing stuff in the, in the spell book. And it, it takes up your inventory. Like, you can't see your inventory. So, definitely a good one. Caleb says... It's became more popular due to YouTubers calling it, but door kicker. Oh, sorry. I missed that one. Caleb also said, <laughs> in my opinion, it should have been uh, the new skill. People would be 99 so easily and bots would have a field day. People love door kicker. Michael. Apparently. <laughs> Michael says emoji picker, radius markers, door kicker, and skills progress bar. I'm, I don't think I have any of those besides door kicker. Radius markers, maybe? Isn't skills progress bars, the one that goes like underneath your. Oh, it bed? is. I have those turned the on. Hell out of that one. I have that one on. A skill progress bars, actually, it's a great plugin if you're maxing because it will gray out any skills that are at 99 already. So if you're like, if you're looking at your skills and you're like in the high 90s, everything looks like 99, but it's going to, it'll basically like gray out everything that's already 99 so you can focus on. The three that you have left, for instance. Bork Jerry says the Fashionscape plugin. 
Hmm. Like a transmog? Uh, the transmogification is specifically, but I, like, I guess a couple people, it, it may be on, oh no, two people. So uh, Dion also said Fashionscape. So I wonder if there's a specific one that's called Fashionscape. I don't know. Man. Is this one where you like, where you can like preview equipment by changing local player? Uh, I, is this the right one? Exclude non-standard items. But like, how do we activate hmm. it? It's transmogification. Yeah, tra I know the transmogification is an older plugin. So maybe they, like, somebody took that idea and just ran with it. Uh, sorry, Toast No Toast also said door kicker. So there's what? One, two, three, four, five people in just the Spotify replies that said door kicker. Good lord. Mock Cat says, as I UIM, or anyone that uses the costume room, I 100% recommend POH storage. Honorable mention uh, is the Impling Tracker. Hmm. And finally, on the Spotify replies, the one that I am most excited to try in my main account, Nevive. It entirely revives our beloved Neve. How that works, I don't know. Maybe they just replace the character model of Steve with Neve, and you get to have Neve back. I don't know. I'm excited to try it. Moving on to the YouTube replies. Same question. What is your favorite obscure rune light plugin? Oh my god. What? I figured out how the Fashionscape plugin works. Ooh. Holy shit. It's a side panel option. And you can right click copy outfit. Oh. And you can wear what other people are wearing That's on your cool. screen. What about NPCs? Okay, this thing's actually... <laughs> can you wear what NPCs uh... are wearing? That would be no, broke. That would be cracked. Unfortunately, you can't. But you can go through and like search different pieces. So like huh. we'll search. So kind of like the transmogification plugin. Infernal, infernal cape. We'll search that. So it'll pop up with my like iron kite shield and shit. Oh. Okay. So this is actually pretty. Is this a fun one. This is and the the interface is a lot better as well. Oh my god, you can sort like color match and shit. Whoa, this is weird. <laughs> this is trippy. Moving on to the YouTube replies. Same question. What's your favorite obscure runelight plugin? Valeric says, so many that weren't mentioned. Get the OSRS wiki crowdsourcing and WikiSync to help uh, and give back to our amazing wiki team. Tile packs is excellent for learning PBM. It highlights tiles at most bosses, even Sepulchre, so you can mark them easily. TOG crowdsourcing helps you get optimal tiers of Gothic worlds every week for irons. And banked experience is basically the opposite of the built-in calculator, uh, which is Coolio. Nice. Those are all great mentions. Um, I haven't, I've, I like more recently, I have heard of the tile packs. And it's cool because it's like all of the tiles. You don't have to have friends that have like gone into TOA and like have the tiles. You go in the tile packs and then you just import them and they're already there. You don't have to keep like a, there's some people, I think it's Jamie. Jamie would, uh, was keeping like a Google doc of all the tiles that she would have. Mm -hmm. uh, and if anybody asked, she wouldn't have to go there and get them and like come back. So she's like, this is, this is basically that for you. You don't have to do it. That's sick. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
Item Tech says, 3D Weather is my favorite plugin. It has different settings based on your location. Example, it's always raining in Mauritania. And it makes the world feel so much more immersive. Except when you're farming and you ask yourself, why are you watering plants when it's raining? Hmm. I have turned on the weather plugin. It is pretty spooky doing barrows with like rain and lightning. And you can even change it to where like if you go underground, the weather stops. Or if you go in a house, the weather stops. So it's pretty smart. It's not just going to be randomly raining as you dig underground and do barrows. Guthix Rest Podcast, shout out, says, uh, nice. yeah, going to throw a few out that are also great. Um, these are QOL plugins. Uh, first is the decimal prices plugin. Nothing is more annoying than trying to type 2.3 mil, uh, 2.3 M on the GE, and then having to go back and retype 2300K. Simple and easy. Next is the easy teleport renames. Uh, it renames confusing teleports to their colloquial name. Colloquial. That is a hard word. I should have practiced. Colloquial. colloquial. <laughs> We're leaving that in. Uh, it, it changes it to their more commonly used names. And finally, a two-for-one. The BA plugin gives a BA QOL and BA call highlights. Makes callouts in BA a breeze. That's barbarian assault for all you out there who didn't know both a must-have for doing ba for torso or the diary or for those who want to improve at the minigame thank you got the crest podcast to music man says the visual metronome you can set it to be a square or anywhere on your screen or a true tile style highlight and the tile below you will animate colors on the tick cycle whether it's every other uh, or different colors for four ticks in a row and looped really helps for those who play without sounds. I was going to mention that. Uh, we should have mentioned it last week when you mentioned the, the metronome. Um, having the, the metronome on the screen can be very, very helpful. Next up, we have Fury Wall. They say, the weapon animation replacer. My cheap ass can see my character with ornamented kitted gear without having to fork over the money or effort to get them. Yes, we'll mention any of these transmog plugins or like the fashion state plugins. It's just you seeing it. So if you don't really care and you want to see yourself in an infernal cape just to have it, but nobody else will see it, use them. It's kind of fun. It takes away I like. I have been playing with this plugin. <laughs> I can see Soxy was so zoned out. <laughs> And this plugin is cool as hell. This fashion skate plugin is so much cooler than the transmog. I was going to ask, is it better than the transmog? It is so much. Like, transmogification, your character model, like, clips through and looks gross. Mm -hmm. This is, like, it's clean. I've got my, like, my ideal third age fashion skate mm. on right now. With Which is so, it feels so much better. Because I <sighs> the only thing I don't own in this current setup is... The blood scythe, which will come in time with hard mode, and the third age pieces, and the kitted fury, but like that's like two mil. I just don't feel like spending. But I have the jad helm and the infernal cape, so like I don't have to like strive for too too much with this. Oh god, mm -hmm. this is such a cool fit, man! And like there's a there's a random dice button. Oh, so you just pop up with like random fashion scape, but it's coordinated oh. and it doesn't look bad. Dude, there's so like, many extra episodes I can think of 
for our Patreon with these types of things. Like the blindfolded plugin would be so fun for us to race from one end of the map to the next blindfolded. And then for this one, it would be fun to say, roll the dice, whatever you get, that's the con. Like you have to do that. You have to go and actually acquire these items one way or another. Realistically, not third age or infer, you know. You have to like, so you like one, two, three random. Uh-huh. And what did I pop up with? I popped up with a top hat, a staff of Bob the Cat, top hat and monocles, staff of Bob the Cat, Dagon High top, untrimmed Slayer cape, briefcase, and like regular <laughs> legs and pirate boots. This would actually be a horrible thing to do. But like, let's say I do this one here. I've got a Lovacane banner, a Zamorak top. Is that a cat amulet? The hell is that thing? Uh, what 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 the hell am I wearing right now? A witchwood icon, a cloak of ruin. I don't even know where you get that thing. Uh, no pants. No pants. Oh no, shorts. Oh, okay. Zealot boots. This is. I don't know what you would do with it, but cool as hell. It would be. Oh, this one's feasible. Yeah, oh, it'd be kind of fun. This this could be fun. Yeah. So we have a lot of fun with this. Put that in the back pocket. I have two more. There's a helmet item <laughs> called Three Barrels. Oxy, we have two more, um, and then you can go to Achievement of the Week. <laughs> sorry, man. It's just so cool. 10,000 Slugs says, I don't know if it's obscure or if it's a default plugin, but the Friends Notes is one I don't hear too often. It's great just to jot down someone's real name so you know people a little bit better, or if you borrow an item, you can notate it there. I was talking to uh, one, of our, one of our good friends, and she was saying that she doesn't, play runescape often um so she plays in cycles and so like every six months she'll come back to the game and she'll meet new people and then take a a long break and then come back and she'll have a whole friends list of people she doesn't know and so she started adding notes of like this is where i met them this is like if they change their name you're you're not going to know so she added their original it's it can be a lifesaver in those situations i think the two that he said is also uh, the the ones that Slugs said are also very um, helpful. If you gave them a, um, if they if you let them borrow something, or if there was some sort of like uh, a reason why you added them, then notating it there is uh, can be can be helpful. But yeah, that's a, a great suggestion, Slugs. Thank you. And finally, Shinkiro says favorite obscure plugin. Rainbow Rave allows you to apply uh, RGB. Allows it allows you to apply RGB to things like highlighted NPCs, loop beams, scythe swings, and mouse trails. I have seen this one, and I didn't know Dude, what it was Rainbow called. Rave yeah, is wild <laughs> when you turn like everything. On. <laughs> <laughs> like go somewhere where you have a lot of tiles marked. Yeah. Like people use it at like. Ohm oh, with gosh. Rainbow Rave and, and like all the tiles for like yeah. the solo <laughs> skipping methods are all just like. Oh, can you imagine? I've seen people with Aka. Like, there's more tiles marked than there's not at Aka for butterflies and like standing. So they would be very fun at at Aka in some people's cases. But yeah, that's it. Um, that's the community question, guys. Thank you so much to everybody who answered. If you want to answer this week's question, it will be, what are your thoughts on the proposed navigation mechanics for sailing? 
We want to know. You can answer that on the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment of this YouTube video. Oxy, my friend, I am going to drink some water and it is your turn for com not a community question for the achievement of the week. I got to level with you. This is about to be the fastest achievement of the week. Oh, really? Of our lives. It's not short. I just want to do it quickly because <laughs> I want to go to bed. Dare I take a shot? Welcome to Achievement of the Week, my dear friends. It is time to do this and focus and try to stay focused as best <laughs> as we can. Kicking things off in the miscellaneous category, we have one quest cape this week. We have Sir Thormac, our boy <gasps> Thormac, finally got his Thormac! I know. He finally I'm not going to lie it. to you, Oxy. Huge. When I saw that, my, like, my heart skipped a beat because I remember when Thormac was the newbiest of all noobs and he has a quest cape. I am so freaking proud of Thormac. So freaking proud. I mean, no shade to Thormac. No, zero, zero shade. Is he, is he not still a noob? <laughs> The man has a quest cape. I guess I, can't, I guess I can't say that because he had a quest cape. He has a quest I, I cape, so and he was at freaking there. Bandos the other day. So, I don't know. They got a split. Look at, look at, how, look at how far look at people Thorback. come. I, you just I blink love, in there growing up. Time oh, is just I going. I really do. I really do love this community. <laughs> um, but in addition to that, we have our dear friend Shadow, who after 93 master clues finally got a mimic oh, to earn his music. Hell yeah. Like I said last week, it's the mimic and the champion scroll that hold people back from their music caves. I can't believe it took my boy 93 um, That's masters. That's very crazy. dry. That's gross. Yeah, because they're like 1 in 15. Mm -hmm. It's gross. Um, moving on to the combat section. Which is kind of like impressively thick this week, but not a whole lot of content. In a disappointing turn of events that I literally just noticed, unless I mess something up, no fire caves. Likely. No fire caves Damn, this dude. week. I know. So if someone got their fire cape this week and I didn't shout you out, I apologize. I don't care. Post it again. I'll announce it next week. But, well, technically there is one. Scape did get his first fire cape on his GM, but, like, I, I was there. I wasn't there, but, like, Scape texted me when he got his first Infernal cape on his main. So, like, you know, the man does Fazani's Nightmare on his phone. He can handle the fight caves. Um, but congratulations to Scape for getting your first fire cape, brother. Um, always knew you had it in you. Um, I guess he, like, over or underestimated the amount of supplies he'd actually need and had to like flick his way through because he got like way too confident and was just like eh or something like that. Mm -hmm. like, I think he just like safe spotted everything. I don't know. It was a long cape, but congrats to you, King. We have some mother first this week. Seabert and Avegnor both killed their first Zalra this week. Fortimus <laughs> took 13 minutes and several years to kill his first gauntlet. And then Silky and Leo Nasty killed their first corrupted gauntlet. Hell yeah. Leo did his first corrupted gauntlet on mobile, I'm pretty sure. What a gamer. Yeah. So Silky and Leo, you guys are, congratulations. No combat achievements this week, but we do have a lot of kits. So our boy Tyler, T-Pace, 
and our boy Ritzy, how you doing? Both received their Missouri kits this week. So they both got their, their 350 kits from TOA, which is awesome. It is a surprising twist. Just like how last week we had three Infernal Capes, we have three Fang kits this week. What? Wow. Cloudwind, Sabretooth, and Arionix all received their Fang kits. That's nuts. And I think they all did them solo, too. So, like, proud of you, boys. Y'all wild. <laughs> I, I that's a five making me want to do that this year, and I like didn't want to do that this year. So, you know, I I didn't I didn't want to do that, but now I I kind of like I might have to, you know? Who knows? But congratulations to you guys on having a pretty solid PVM flex. You know, like you have a fan kit, you got some skills. <laughs> Proud of you, boys. Moving into skilling, the biggest and final section of Achievement of the Week here. We're going to knock these out. Just like we said last week, because he hammered them out after Achievement of the Week last week, Trillo got 99 Slayer, Prayer, and Magic all at the same time last week during recording. So he said we shot him out this week. Beefy Coco got 99 Construction. Taco Ninja finally received 99 Farming. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I feel like <sighs> Taco Ninja has posted a Farming update. I say finally. <laughs> I feel like he's posted a farming update <laughs> like yeah. every week yeah. forever. Was it also Taco Ninja who I was following getting 99 Fletching posted a level every week? I don't remember. Maybe. But I feel like Taco Ninja, we've been following Taco Ninja go for 99 farming for what feels like as long as the show has been around, which is definitely an over-exaggeration. But I'm still very proud of you, Taco, <laughs> for, for getting that done. Taco! <laughs> um... Gecko received 99 strength on their group Iron Man. Baxley, and I think I actually said that name correctly this Hell time, yeah. got 99 range. Matt RSM got 99 hit points. The Last Plague got 99 mage and 99 range. Habitat achieved 99 hunter. Monroe UK achieved 99 farming. Planker achieved 99 thieving and over 2250 total level. So 20 out of 23, he's closing in. Parker J achieved 99 prayer, who's also closing in on that max cape. Smooth Lou achieved 99 slayer. Miyamo Poppy, who's joining us in the recording booth chat now, achieved 99 mage. My boy Nate Dog got 99 farming. I'm so proud of him. He did it in the worst place possible. He got 99 farming at Chambers Prep. <laughs> I, I have failed you, Nate Dog. I have failed you. <laughs> <laughs> Snowy 105 achieved 99 range and K Black 182 182 sorry K Black K Black 182 achieved 99 fire making and 99 strength. That is not all this week. We have some total level accomplishments as well. Fairy achieved 2K total level. LA Clips also achieved 2K total level. The Last Plague unsurprisingly achieved 2K total level. As did Chris, 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 who got it like the second we started doing achievement like of the six week, minutes ago, <laughs> messaged in the <laughs> recording booth chat and said, hey, uh, when is achievement of the week? And we're like, oh, probably 10 minutes from now. He's like, sweet. I'm holding off until then. <laughs> and then dropped 2K total just as we started the thing. But as always. There's always one total level that's more impressive than all of them, Michael. 
Absolutely. This man slipped under the radar. My former bingo teammate slipped under the radar completely. I didn't even know he maxed until I was looking through for achievement of the week. I feel bad. I wasn't there for my boy's party. I know. Fortimus has achieved 2277 total level. He has earned the maximum skill cape in old school RuneScape. <laughs> Fortimus, my old friend, do you finally play the game? Enjoy it. Or not what play I the have game. been told what I have told is the best been the best cape in the game. He uh, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it took him 12 minutes and several years to get his first gauntlet. He didn't do gauntlet until he maxed. Yeah. He like has a max cape on in the picture well, how, of getting his first gauntlet. How else suit. are you going to get to Prif? Unless you use your max cape for the POH teleport to get to the portal. And anyway. these 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 filthy skillers, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> could just die and show up. That's how I get there. <laughs> Before to miss congratulations on finally maxing your old score runescape account. Congratulations to you and congratulations to everyone who achieved something awesome this week. We had a pretty good spread of cool stuff that happened. So very proud of you guys, whether you did or did not get shouted out. If you want to get shouted out on the podcast for something awesome that you do, head over to not subjectively, not our opinion, objectively. There are multiple peer-reviewed studies that support the fact <laughs> that our Discord is the best RuneScape Discord on the whole damn planet. <laughs> Don't believe me? Look it up on PubMed. Guarantee you you'll find it. I don't guarantee that. But if you get lucky, you'll find it. <laughs> so if you want right to join now. our Discord, <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I'm, I'm writing a peer reviewed article right now about it. Uh, send it and get it cleared. Um, if you want to join our Discord, head over to discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL and hang out with the best community in the game. A community that I've been admittedly a little too absent from because I have been burned like a child learning how to make eggs on a stovetop. I I don't know what other... Burned... Like too like, long at the beach with no sunscreen. I was just about to say, burned like the white boy I am in the sun <laughs> for too long. Because um, like... Man, do I get cooked? Just like I am right now, cooked, tired. But like, ugh, burns are bad. Anyways, come hang out. I promise it's cooler than what I'm advertising it to be this late at night. You're going to love it in there. Michael, I would say it's time to go to bed, but alas. Alas. There's one, one final stop on this journey together. <laughs> one thing we must with do. This short episode <laughs> that we wanted to record. Is it ever gonna week. is it ever gonna be a short episode with us? I don't <laughs> think we're ever gonna have a sub two hour episode again. I gotta listen, we would just like it would literally have to be Hi, welcome to XP Waste. What did you do today? Sounds great. Let's go to break. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> Come back. Well like and then the first half an hour of this episode was you and I talking about each other's weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Time be damned. We I would guess. just not have to talk know. about ourselves. It would, we'd have to go back to like 2021 era, and it would be, Hi, welcome to XC Waste. Today we're talking about, and then just get into it. But that's oh. boring, right? You guys, you guys are here for us. Not for like what you could read in a JMod blog, right? Yeah, you're not here for a room. Come on. You're here for me. <laughs> Come on. All right, we do have a fun question. This comes all the way from Mackinac Bridge in Michigan. Isn't that beautiful? 
and I said that right. I said that correctly too. Just you because did say that correctly, I is the Mackinac Bridge. I am the mighty Mac. I'm friends Let's with a go. Michigander who taught me how to say that. Anyway, <laughs> Mackinac Bridge. It is a five mile long bridge that connects Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas, crossing the deep blue straits of Mackinac, the waterway between Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. In the foreground can be seen is the historic Col- Colonel Mc- Mc- Mackinac in Mackinac City. Oh my God, it's, it's Fort Michel Mackinac. Okay, <laughs> thank you for being here to clarify. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> And um, is it Michel Mackinac or Michel Mackinac? I've lived here my entire life. It's probably Michel Mackinac, (laughs) Fort Michelin man. Anyway, um, we we have a fun question written on this postcard. It is from Legend Gary, who's one of our newest KPD tier folks. They don't get enough love, but love you very much. They have said in their fun question, if OSRS had an update where pets came with perks, what pet? would you strive for and what would it do i'm gonna level with you i did not read this question i don't know i have to level with you You know i didn't read it but i just want to make it known i was gonna say i I don't know why you're telling me i got it out of the (laughs) i got it out of the p.o box and i set it on the seat next to me and i didn't touch it so uh thank you legend gary for that question i feel like has this been a question in the past before We've never had this? Okay, so if pets came with a perk, what pet would you strive for and what would it do? Are we talking current pets? I guess we are coming current pets. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) First of all, what would the bloodhound do? Would it give you would it give you some sort of chance with clues or like probably give you better clue scroll dropper? Or you could store a third clue with it? That would be cool. If you had the ability to store clues within the Bloodhound pet, not within, but like it had a little saddlebag. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Michael said, I don't want this master clue. Shoves it up the dog. Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, improved drop chances. And it could, you know, you could put it, you know, how like uh, those dogs have that little barrel around their neck um yeah. rescue dogs that it could have a little uh it could have a little storage in its hat did you know you die faster i think if you drink the bourbon that's in there what <laughs> yeah. is that what it's designed i for? think like like i think it i think it's supposed to be water but like in the old in the old like stories or whatever people use it as like like there's alcohol in there or something and I think if you drink the alcohol that comes with, like dehydrates you or something, cause it's like a diuretic. Okay. I've never been in a situation where a St. Bernard has to deliver me an alcoholic <laughs> beverage in a small keg <laughs> tied around its neck, but I'm pretty certain if you drink it, you die. Oh, gosh. This is, <laughs> that's so, I, like, I'm not sure. I'm so glad to be born within years of the 21st century because modern medicine is just a wonder of this world, you know? They're not putting on the you. Other day. They're not dunking your head in water because you have... Uh, my wife is watching the Bridgerton, like, Queen Elizabeth thing, and the Mad King is like, they're doing all these crazy psychiatric things to try and cure him, but it's just, like, torture. That's not medicine. 
anyway, uh, the bloodhound is first the of obvious all, question. <laughs> what? First of all, lobotomy doesn't sound too bad these days. Second of all, saw a meme recently that was like, I hate the fact that I was born at the very end of the fuck around era and right <laughs> and have to spend the rest of my life in the find out era. <laughs> no. Which, no. Man, that ain't oh, no. Saw that the other day and I'm like, Shit, oh man, that's a hundred percent. We're here. So other than the bloodhound, Mr. Basic. Okay. Bitch, now I'm finally, what other pet would you well, use? I'm finally done killing Wyvern so I can go into the collection lock. Pull up all Have you pets? been killing 16 wyverns for the no, last no, no. <laughs> hour we've been recording? So while I took a break while you were doing, or while I was doing community <laughs> questions. So I was killing them during the Patreon and I was killing them during the uh, Achievement of the Week. But I am done now. So there's not a lot of like, I feel like it would just be the skilling pets that have perks right like what is a boss pet gonna do for you what is hydra pet gonna do for you that you can't i mean i guess outside of killing hydra maybe it can attack like are they just mini thralls are they mini versions of themselves that can do dps damage dog you are not thinking big i don't think big enough at you're not this hour of the evening thermi the thermi pet yeah Makes it so you don't need to wear face protection where there's smoke. Okay. Oh, why you wouldn't want to? Because if you're in the smoke devil lair, you're wearing a slayer helm. Who knows, right? But it like maybe it clears environmental hazards with the thermi pet, right? Because like I don't know, maybe the Zalra pet makes you completely immune to poison and venom. Oh. Oh, right. so it'd be maybe, like maybe the Criara pet yeah. has a chance, like a one in ten chance that you don't get hit by a melee attack because it like because like you can't attack avianties of melee or yeah. whatever. Huh? Maybe, um, maybe you like pet the Cerberus pet. You know, like what the dog doing? Give it a little scratch behind its ears, and you get like a luck boost for five minutes but you can only pet the dog once every hour or something like that you know maybe for what's other all pets there's so many you talk about the the hydra pet maybe each one boosts various elemental damage but it's hard because like poison fire and lightning are not elements that we all like we often have access to so you might have to get a little creative with that. Who knows? Maybe the Jad pet allows you to tank a Jad hit oh. and not, like get any damage. Like that's that's the perk of the Jad pet is like, or you take a hit, you could, but you don't actually take damage. Jad pet would be cool if you could invoke once per day the ability to skip up to wave thirty. That's cracked. That'd be kind of cool. Gross. Once a day? Holy shit. But like it wouldn't count for speedruns, obviously. Like you can't just say you're gonna get a, a 12 minute fire cape, you know? Um, but I think that would be kind of cool. <clears throat> I'm not even gonna I guess I'm acknowledging what Mima said, but I'm not gonna read it. Uh Iron Otis in the recording booth said the blue heron could swoop down and eat your fish so you don't have to put them in your inventory. 
that's on brand. I'm not going to say it's not on brand. It's also pretty functional for a skilling yeah. thing. Like, I think the beaver could do something similar. Yeah, the beaver could, like, yoink you know? a log out of your inventory <laughs> for its for its dam. Maybe maybe the tangle root can bring crops back to life. Oh. Just, like, inherently. Rocky has, like, a one in four chance to double loot, it, like, on top of the rogue's outfit. The squirrel so you gives four you four blood shards if it procs. Squirrel gives you a stamina boost every hour i think the squirrel would be tough because a good one for the squirrel would be you don't fall off of obstacles like the squirrel saves you from falling off of obstacles but the problem is it's not super applicable at the higher levels like if you get spooned the squirrel at like 60 agility that's sick yeah but this has to be something exciting through the life of your 200 yeah no because like 96 is the the last time you would fail in a, a rooftop agility course with Artie? Yeah, so like that would that would be rough. What would, like what would Chin Champas do? Like a one in ten chance to double your chins or whatever, like the chin pet. How uh, it could be like an aura effect that you, like, oh my god, maybe it drags. Chin. Yeah, oh, that would really that would really suck if you didn't have it. You would get ragged by people with chin pets. What can you finish that thought? You would it would drag them towards like, your trap. Like like the chins are like attracted to your area. You know, like the chins can like oh, run around yeah. and go wherever they want. If they were like attracted to your like four by four square around you or five by five square, it'd be really cool. You know. Yeah, the chin pet would be kind of like very much situational too. You're either catching chins or you're throwing chins. Like it would have a one in ten chance to save a chin from being used if you were throwing them. And maybe if that's probably better, yeah. If you were one in ten probably is pretty better. high, like one in fifty, maybe. Um, but like if you were maybe catching you can, them, can... it could just give you an increased chance to catch two. If you were to catch one, I think you said that right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can use the. Oh, God, what pet was I just looking at? I had a thought and then I lost oh, it. No. Oh, the herbivore pet. Um, you search the herbivore pet once a day for like five free herbs. Hmm. Oh, that would be neat. Yeah. The dark five free random herbs with the higher your herb lore level, the better herbs you get, which like really wouldn't crash the herb market that much. No, no. Mima said the permanent stem from the squirrel. So you basically just have stem all the time. If you have the squirrel running behind you. That is the worst perk in the world because that should just be a <laughs> change my mind. If you put that shit behind a random pet drop, you guys are the worst. Just, just Ooh. make it a feature. Miyamo Poppy anti-fire, permanent anti-fire from KBD or Vorky. That'd be That'd neat. Be yeah, because then you could just focus on what gear you want to bring rather than having to wear stuff or bring potions. Which like really would only help a few situations where like you take the Avernic over the DFS in particular. What would the but like it would add one strength bonus, so it really wouldn't be the, that big of a deal. The rock golem for mining? Would it just like eat the ore you're trying like if you're you could uh, designate maybe. an ore for it to eat and yeah, randomly maybe. takes iron out of your inventory if you're I I yeah. I'm I'm sure we could do like there's tons of stuff we could do this with. Like we could be here literally all, night. all day. This is a great question, Legendary. Appreciate you for that. Um, if you guys want to send in a fun question, you can either send us a postcard. I highly prefer that. 
Um, or you could be boring and post it in Discord. <laughs> Which again, we're not going to be mad at. Don't let don't let Michael's tone make but it look, seem like we're going to be upset about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna extend the corkboard this week, and it's going to stretch the entire length of the wall potentially. Gonna get all corked, folks. Oxy's gonna have to send me all the postcards. No one can see behind him. <laughs> no, you can see no. them. <laughs> Seth, was Seth the one that sent us those photos from mm-hmm. Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. I still have those, and I need to get, like, a, a frame. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a three-part frame. frame so I can put those up. Yeah, because I, I love those pictures. And I didn't put them on the board specifically because I didn't want them to get, like, holes through Oh. Them. So they're, like, sitting on my dresser. I need to get, like, a, a, a thing. He sent us those months ago. I'm just really bad at, like, framing photos. If you... If you want a solution, um, I have little little like paper clips, and they have you know? the stick. Like they have the pin behind it, so the pin is basically it's like a, a paper clip pin, so you don't have to poke holes in your in your postcards. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. But Michael, Oxy, that was a good fun question. That was a good yes, time. Thank you so much. But I have to be up in six hours for work. Damn. And. I'm I'm a sleepy boy. It's cooked. I'm gonna love with you. Take one last shot before you go to bed. <laughs> He's saying I'm tired. Um, I'm gonna deposit this last thing of ore into Motherload Mine, and then I'm gonna tell you guys that this is the end of the episode. If you listened to our voice for this long and thought, "Hey, I want more of that," go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Spotify. Do you like subscribe to people on Spotify now? You can. You, you can, can follow them. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can do all fun stuff. Well, do all those algorithm boosting things if you thought that was awesome. Actually, um, I would love for everybody to go and leave a review on Spotify. Rate us one to five. Obviously, rate us five stars because we're awesome. Um, but we have a, I haven't told Oxy, but we have a goal as a show to get to 500 ratings. I think we're at like low 400s so if you're on spotify go ahead and rate the show he's very confused because i i I just made that up hi my name is oxy (laughs) i've been the co-host of the show just made it up um one two three (laughs) the entire time and i didn't know that was a feature i'm okay um rate it one stars because michael no co-host perfectly balanced as all things should (laughs) um Go do all those algorithm boosting things. Follow us on Twitter because we tweet like once a month because I feel like Michael and I have just like, God, we really have been down bad and we neglected our Instagram, neglected our social media, neglected our TikTok. Go follow us on all those things because like we communicate with you. If the goal is to like talk to us or like message us and ask us questions, we will get back to you. But we're just not good at posting things on them apparently. Um, But go you know ask us for more and we'll we'll do more you know we're just i'm sorry guys i've been down bad lately <laughs> but follow us on twitter instagram not facebook tiktok go do all those fun things most importantly join our discord come hang out with some of the coolest people you ever play runescape with ever every link you will literally ever need is in the description down below including a link for the video and hopefully the blog post about navigation that should come out either tomorrow or on Wednesday. So everything you'll need will be right down there. It's been fun. And I am so tired. You lied to me. (laughs) I think it is time 
to go to sleep. No, pe- no, send listen. You all. People are listening to this Thursday morning, right when it comes out. You guys are ready to have a great day. Listen <laughs> to me. European audience, <laughs> we released this episode so damn early for. Call in. Go back to bed. <laughs> American audience, if you psychopaths are listening to this episode when it comes out, you're either on the East Coast up way too early, go to bed, or you're on the West Coast up kind of degenerate late. I don't care. Go to bed. <laughs> It's not a question. If you're in Australia, I don't know what time it is. <laughs> after I gotta love with you. I don't know what time it is, but take an afternoon nap and call it good. You know. <laughs> I think when we recorded with Hanani, it was like eight or nine o'clock at night for her, and we recorded at like seven o'clock in the morning. I feel like. Was that like 10 eight? God, I don't remember. It felt like it was, it was Monday so for long. us and Wednesday for her. Oh my God. No, because it was, she was, the sun was rising for yep. her when it was like 2 p.m. for yep. us. It's crazy. I don't know how time, time works, is crazy. man. If you're in Australia, also go to bed, I guess. I don't know. Get some, make sure you're, you're sleeping well and you're staying hydrated if you're in Australia. Everyone else in our listener demographic, go to bed because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do, folks. We will see you next week if I wake up on time. (laughs) Bye, everyone.